Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we've been chatting tarot all season long, and today we're talking about the eights and the nines. Grab a pen and some paper or just listen in, but enjoy the conversation ahead. Eights and nines. Eights and nines. And uh, it's almost over. I know. Welcome back to the podcast <laughs> that I don't know why I'm welcoming you to. I don't know. It seems like the polite. right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We've journeyed through the minor arcana. We've talked tarot a lot recently. Yes. In different videos, blog posts, things like that. I feel like we always have some good tarot stuff happening. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're on the second half of our minor arcana journey. Uh, we talked about the fives as like that turning point, that climatic moment where we kind of decide, you know, what we're going to take from conflict and what happens next. And at the sevens, we generally see that there is work, whether that's uh, work that we're, we're doing or we're avoiding or need to be careful not to avoid um, and see. And, uh, and then we're at the eights, which I feel like is a... A real another it's, like stake in the ground kind of like I, um forward momentum except also it's action taking right. in a sense like you have to continue to try and take action yeah that forward momentum and uh if you don't put in that action mm-hmm. you're just gonna be a stalemate a stalemate stuck at the sevens which i mean does anybody really want to be stuck at a seven I'm reflecting back to the seven. Sneaking away I'm like, with no, some you probably don't. Defending yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, eights. Anna's holding them in her hand. We've got all the cards out here, which you guys obviously can't ever see. I'm holding the nines. Anna's holding the eights. Uh, so, eight of pentacles. Oh, let's digress a second. The oh, eight let's. also. <laughs> it's an even number. Yes. So, uh, a little bit easier. Um, balanced. More balanced. But also eight is the infinity symbol. Indeed. Right? Yes. So infinite possibilities once you choose at the eights. Yes. 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 Well, I guess, one. too, if you think about it being an eight and having infinite possibilities, that even if you get started and you don't quite do it right, that eights is like that time where you can like reevaluate to step forward again. Yeah. Yeah. Go around the other way. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> so the Eight of <laughs> Pentacles. So in the Eight of Pentacles, we see somebody who is working really hard making pentacles. Um, so you always have that idea that this is like a blacksmith or somebody who is doing the same project over and over again until he masters it. Um, from the Seven of Pentacles, you talk about like doing the work to, to plant something so that it can grow. Um, and now that it has grown, you have to figure out how to do it and make it continue to be successful and to continue getting something from it. So the Eight of Pentacles is a card that talks about being consistent so that you can have a complete understanding and mastery of 
the job that you've put so much effort into. Mm -hmm. And being that earth suit, I mean, it is, it's your, your, your physical world. It's your career, your money. I mean, it's, it's anything that you really nurture into being in your life, which can be both, you know, money things, not money things, but everything worthwhile takes time to nurture, mm -hmm. right? Just like this guy honing his craft, right. making his pentacles, right? staying in the course. Right. It's yeah. like being on a farm at the sevens, you're like volunteering because you're learning how to put seeds into the ground and water them properly. And at the eight, it's almost like you're the apprentice who is being trusted with, you know, the heirloom seeds and mm -hmm. because you don't, you did so well at the, the point where you could show that you could grow something that now you're being honored with the fact that like consistency makes as perfect as possible. Yeah. I like it. What's next in your pile there? Eight of Cups. Eight of Cups. <laughs> so, the Eight of Cups. Um, <laughs> I love this card, weirdly. Well, it's a good card. Yeah. I mean, it seems a little forlorn, but really it's a good card. And I just pulled it in a reading the other day, too. So the Eight of Cups really speaks to, like, you see this Eight Cups being stacked on top of each other. You know, um, five on the bottom and three on top. And the moon's out, it's kind of dark, and somebody, usually a cloaked figure or so, is walking away from the cups. Um, and with this, you get this idea that there are these eight cups here that are stacked, not quite finished, but have been stacked in a precise manner. Um, that this is something that you have emotionally invested in, spent the time in, worked on, and then even though you've spent a long time doing it, you're realizing now that it's no longer serving you, it's no longer emotionally fulfilling you, and it's time to walk away. Um, oftentimes this card can pop up at work or in a relationship or, and really in lots of things, friendships even, I mean, I guess the possibilities are endless, but it could talk to being, it could like work really well in that idea that like you've been in a relationship for many years, you put a lot of emotional effort into it, you share a lot of things, um, there was a lot of happiness, but you're just, you can't do it anymore. You know, and even though you emo you invested mm -hmm. so much time emotionally, you know, and you spent a lot of time in it knowing that there's nothing else you can do but walk away, even though there was love and fulfillment at one time. Same thing like a job. You know, you yeah. invest all these years in it, you loved it, but you're not being treated fairly or it's not serving you anymore or there's better opportunities that you have to turn around and walk away, um, even though even though even though yeah i love this card because i think that it speaks to the importance of walking away knowing of, your boundaries and of saying no right you know just because the cups are full and they're stacked and uh you know that could be a good time <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's the right thing right and it's not easy to say no it's not easy to leave behind something that doesn't you know, doesn't... But you've invested yourself. Right, and it doesn't scream for leaving behind. It's right. not like, you know, a, I don't know, like a it doesn't have to be a terrible situation no. that's, like, ruining your life. It could just be that you're wearing five hats and two have to go right. in order to feel Move more on. at peace and yeah. and have time or whatever. And so it's a, a tough but necessary card, right. and I think that there is it's a beauty in it, you know, a beauty in choosing 
your path. And this, in the Rider Waite deck here, the cloaked figure is wearing um, kind of like a red cloak, red boots, and that's just a color of power and strength and decision. And uh, it's, you know, that, that cloaked figure really sticks out in the image. And I think that that's an important reminder that it well, takes think, strength to yeah walk along. Yeah, I think what's great about this card, too, is that the person's walking away and they're not shown looking back. Exactly. You yeah, know, that's like it. you have to just like, make your choice and, and go, go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's no you know, there's no inkling that this person once they continue taking the steps forward are going to look back and say I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Next, Eight of Wands, which is like <laughs> I feel like less uh it just, I feel like this card, where the Eight of Cups has so much, like, power and meaning and story, I feel like the Eight of Wands just freaking is. Yeah. What, like, it, it is or it is not. What has, like, <laughs> cracks me up is that, like, even when you get, like, decks that are, you know, independently painted or even mass market painted, but they took, like, a different, like, look on the cards, you know, like, Rider Waite Smith and then done a different theme or something like that, mm-hmm. that even, like, if it's, like, a deck of cards, it's, like, the most creative deck of cards you've ever seen, you get to the Eight of Wands, and it's almost always the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though the whole deck will, like, blow you away, you're gonna be like, oh, look, it's an Eight of Wands. Yeah, there's Eight Wands flying through the air. Yeah. Or, like, standing there or something. Yeah. Like, just Eight Wands. Yeah, or Eight Arrows or Eight Torches yeah. or always something like that. Um... Or, like, eight foxes running across the plane. Or something mm. like that. It's always eight items in movement. So, we literally here have eight wands in movement. And this is a kind, This is a card that, to me, speaks a lot to, like, being the lower octave of the chariot card. Uh, the major arcana card. And the fact that, like, this is forward-moving momentum that you just have to, like, go with. You know, like, this is a time that you have to keep pushing forward and not try to halt it because there ain't no way that you're gonna stop eight well yeah like wands shooting at you through the air you might be able to stop one or two but like true story at what cost (laughs) um so yeah it's just literally like in a reading it's a lot of times um confirmation to continue going forward or to like say yes to something or to go for something um it's kind of a card that just is like go for it Mm -hmm. don't stop don't stop, get it, get it. I was singing that in my head. Just as you said it. <laughs> yeah, the Eight of Wands, I love this card. It's like, I don't know. I think it's it's like my life, I feel like. It's how I make decisions. This is how you feel. Yeah, just the Eight like of Wands. Eight Wands being thrown. Yep. That's how I make decisions, though. I just go, you know? Yes, you and do. like, it's a very Sagittarius esque yeah, card. Yeah, like just choose. Yeah. Because... What's it? What's. You always choose again later. Yeah. Choose now. I can hear, like, Nick, our headmaster of astrology, talking about the centaur in the sky with its arrow pointed and bow back, like, ready to be shot forward with purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like these eight of wands. They're definitely moving in unison towards a common goal and purpose. Yeah. And it is wands and it is fire. So this is like controlled fire being put into one direction. You know, it's like... The perfect temperature in a pizza oven to cook a pizza in 10 minutes. Less than that, <laughs> probably five minutes if it's a really good one. But the fact that it's, like, controlled heat that's always making something happen because it's controlled, structured heat, that's, like, the Eight of Wands, the perfect pizza oven. Amazing. I don't know why. That's I a weird, that. I don't, that's a weird thing that you just came up with. That's okay. 
Um, I'll let you have that. Thanks. Eight of Swords. Maybe I just want pizza. Maybe I do. Yum. Continue on. Eight of Swords. Eight of Swords. The cage that you put yourself in and could easily remove yourself from if only you were just so like, stuck in your head. Wiggle a little. Just wiggle with it. If you would just wiggle just a little. Just wiggle. Get a little limber. <laughs> just be a little flexible. <laughs> so the Eight of Swords. You always, I think, startles people at first because you see all these swords on the ground and this person standing in the middle of it who appears to be bound with a blindfold. But when you look deeper into the card, you can see that the cage of swords is either not a full, you know, fence of swords cage, um, or that the spacing between the swords is so large that, like, anybody could walk through them. And then when you continue looking, you see that the the binds that are holding this person are actually quite loose, Mm -hmm. and probably with just a little good old shimmy, (laughs) a shimmy shake that they would probably fall down or off. And with that, you could then take off your blindfold and realize that the swords aren't actually in your way and that now you can remove yourself. Yep. So with the swords, as we've talked about, that this is our air suit and our suit of thought, Mm -hmm. that with that, we are being reminded that a lot of times we form our own cage of thoughts. Yep. You know, like, I can't, I can't, I can't do that, I can't do that, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, when in reality, you can, and that fear is, you know, always something, but that we have to conquer our fears often. Or there's, like, all things. these, you know, all these reasons, you know, be like, well, because of X, Y, and Z, because of this right. person, Excuses. because of whatever, yeah, when really, I mean, you, you have to create that. Yeah. yeah, there's always an open door. Right. You just have to walk through it, which is hard. Right. And this card always kind of has, like, a little bit of a stormy look. Like, her hair is always, like, windblown and stuff. So you can tell that, like, it is anxious. Like, do I spend the money on investing in this business thing? Do I do this? Do I do that? And then we tend to get stuck and don't – and we hesitate because Mm -hmm. we've now talked ourselves out of something that's really important. And now we feel stuck and we can't move forward because now we've self-talked ourselves out of something that's important for us to do. And the Eight of Swords talks to that about how you're stuck in your own cage of emotions. Very true. (laughs) Anna likes to use that phrase on me. Stuck in a cage of your own creation. So these are like you. Yeah, the Eight of Swords and Eight of Wands. And they interchange. I just, I really like the Eights, actually. I feel like they're just good cards. Yeah. Probably like my favorite. The eights? Yeah, I like them. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're my favorite numbers. The ones I feel like I can just relate to the most all the time. I mean, I, I advocate for just continuing on, staying the course, working hard, working hard um, having boundaries, having boundaries, saying no to more things, and just walking away from stuff that's not... <laughs> being helpful um moving fast and i can see like i see myself you know trapped in this eight of swords thing i mean we all do it mm-hmm. but i can see when i'm like when you're myself. resisting yeah hesitating yeah i can see it i'm like mm, this is my own eight of swords page yeah. that i need to bust out of nines for me speaking of which i'm thinking nines the nines like should nines. we start with the nine of wands sure like Sure. That's an amazing card. He just got hit in the head with all those hate wands. Yeah. The Nine of Wands and the Rider Waite Smith deck. Mm-hmm. He is just, this dude is like holding one wand. He's looking 
very like what's coming next he's got a deer in headlights yeah a deer in headlights he's got a bandage on his head is not his best day yeah like he did not wake up expecting this yeah it was (laughs) like he came riding in on all those eight wands and one had a crash landing but the other ones hit their mark and he knows he's got to get the last one up so even though like he crash landed a little bit he's got to keep working he's like wait is this good? Is this not good? Yeah. I'm not quite sure what happened yeah. here. <laughs> I like to think of him kind of as the, like, Chiron of the tarot. That kind of wounded warrior ideal. The fact that, like, he's still taking a last stand, even though it has been hard, and it's been quick moving, and there's been lots of choices to make. Um, but that he is still passionate about what he needs to do, even though it hasn't been hard. Or even though it has been hard, and it hasn't come easy. Um, that he knows that even though there's been a struggle that he has to keep enduring. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like this dude. I feel for him. Yeah. I feel like that, too. Like, I feel like for every, like, really good, like, motivational good thing I do, I always get, like, one hit down, and I'm like, oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have to, like, get up and brush myself off and try again. Like, if you're a parent listening to this, I feel like... This is probably, it's but like, I have little kids. Mine, With your wand up because your yeah. kids have just hit Mine you. are two and five, and this is definitely me at the end of the day. I'm just like, I don't know what happened here. I'm still standing. I appear to have a weapon. <laughs> I to I'm still <laughs> slightly passionate about my life choices, and tomorrow I shall get up and try again. They've not taken my last resource. <laughs> that is me at the end of the day. I may be limping, but I'm still standing. <laughs> I have won. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> have I? I don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the Nine of Wands. And you can see... That, so that's the Nine of Wands on yeah, that note. <laughs> that when everything moves so quickly, the wands move fast. That they're, When everything moves you're that fast... You're likely to get burned. Yeah, and you also bit. are going to have a moment where you're unsure as to what's even happening. You right. know, am I okay? Am I not okay? Right. Do I keep going? I made a couple missteps, but I'm uh, still moving forward. Yeah, I'm still standing. Yeah, it's like like making a bet, like you made like five investments in yourself and one didn't go well and it was kind of a hit that you can't get discouraged. They're all still there, yeah. still growing. Um, Nine of Swords. Nine of Swords. It's your nightmare card. It is your nightmare card. Some of those cards nobody likes to pull. They're like, oh, this yeah. can't be good. Yeah, the Nine of Swords. I really like the Nine of Swords. I like all of the Swords cards because I think that they really make you rethink things. So yeah, it could be startling to pull this card that's black. It looks dark. It looks like this person's having a nightmare in their bed. Um, I always like how all the astrological symbols are on their quilt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And all these swords are going behind the guy. um, And he has his head covered up like he's woken up from some horrible nightmare and is sad or scared or something. Um, and this is a card about, like, that busy brain, um, about how, and I live this, this is like my life, I wake up in the middle of the night all the time with, like, <gasps> I forgot to send an email, or <gasps> I forgot to pay that bill, or, like, that's kind of what that card is. It's about, like, almost getting so anxious and so lost in your racing mind that it causes you to lose sleep and restfulness um and it's not just having like nightmares in the middle of the night but it could just be like you sit down to read a book and you can't even read a book because your mind is in such uh a jumbled mess because you can't take a deep breath and and categorize what's important right now um because you're so over flooded with all of those thoughts that cause anxiety and cause stress so in the that eight of swords where that kind of overthinking is kind of more 
like a mental block and you're like overthinking that situation the nine of swords is an actual card that's like yes you are now you have now manifested that stress into actual anxiety like mm-hmm. now this is something that actually can be debilitating to you um and it's a reckon it's a it's a time to recognize that you're actually doing these things and what can you do to try to decompartmentalize your head so that you can get things in order um or no you want to compartmentalize that's what i meant mm, yes, yes. Um, like me, I try to like think about things and putting them in like a filing cabinet before I go to bed or something so that yeah, I don't, yeah, like I open a filing cabinet and I put work stuff in this one, kids stuff in this one, personal stuff in this one, and I try to close them away so that I can have a good night's sleep. So this is a card that's telling you, you need to do that work so that your mind can take a breath so that your body can relax so that you're not over consumed with stress and anxiety. I like it. Yeah, every time I see that card, I'm just like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I think we said that was another card, too. Probably. Anyway, it's your thoughts. It's always your thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now to a little bit more delightful Yeah, cards. here, it's the, I love, like, the masculine cards and the feminine cards. The masculine cards, they have that, like, just the stories are so different. I feel like with the masculine cards, it's, it's more, like, um... You got it, you don't got it. You got it, you don't got it right. sort of thing. With the feminine cards here of the cups and the pentacles, I think that there's more, it's more of that like inward nourishing, mm-hmm. more stable Like if you do this, stuff. this will happen. If you don't do this, this yeah. will happen. And it's I think like... that's why you really need the balance of two because you, you need that safety and security and stability. Right. But the reality of life is right. that you win some, you lose some. Right. <laughs> so. Or like you can't you know, rest if you aren't taking care of yourself. True that. It's not all action. You can't be successful if you don't take a second to, to take care of you. Mm -hmm. All right. So the nine of pentacles, let's do that one. Who doesn't want to be the nine of pentacles? I know. She reminds me of like Beyonce in a card. (laughs) (laughs) Is that weird? Like Snow White with her bird and her just chatting it up with the bird. See, I say. In her field of abundance. See, I say Beyonce because she's like. I'm an independent woman and a woman and I don't need anybody. Oh, that's true. Because that's like the nine of pentacles is like, this is like, and especially I think too, when the time when this card was made, that this is an independently wealthy, grounded female in a card, you know, like she has her robes that are covered in flowers. She's around this lush garden with all these grapes and stuff, which are symbols of abundance. Mm-hmm. And she's got this bird in her hand, which is showing that she has harnessed her inner strength and she's not afraid to be successful, successful and be herself. So it's really a card of somebody who has done the work so much so that they can step fully proud in themselves and knowing that they made it yeah, and that they can take care of themselves. They've earned it. Um, and she's, like, literally growing money on trees because she <laughs> has so well done the ace through eight that she is now taking care of herself. And then yeah. you see that even expand when we get to the tens. Yep. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. just a card of enjoying, to what you've created for yourself in whatever right. way that it, whatever that is. Right. So even if for you, you've just maybe created some alone time. Like, maybe that's all you've created recently, but you worked hard and you got this, like, hour to yourself with nobody right. home to bother you. Right. Freaking, like, like enjoy that right. to the fullest. Or you've um, done, like, the self-care work where you've just mm-hmm. come up on the other side and realized, like, who you are and are unapologetically just yeah yourself. Own that. Whatever that little thing is for you. 
Yes. Even if it's not money growing on trees. <laughs> we all Precisely. have something. Uh, the Nine of Cups. Like, who doesn't want to be this guy, too? I know. He always looks so happy and jolly. I know. I feel like he's going to stand up and start doing, like, a dance every time. That's it. Like, Sarah's dancing. Yeah, I'm wiggling. But he's also <laughs> kind of in that um, Three Wishes, like, genie granting. Yes, he is. Pose. And sometimes in other card decks, too, he is a little bit more jub- jubilant and jolly and rotund in, huh? in his his imagery. Yeah, um, but he's just sitting with his Nine Cups. cups. Yeah. They're all upright. Yeah. I think you it's know. too reminiscent of that Nine of Pentacles and the fact that, like, this guy is so, such a wealth of emotional fulfillment. You know, he's at such a good, like, heart place and has, like, lived a happy life and is grateful for what he has that now he has so much in- emotional, you know, nourishment that he can share it with other people. Yeah, and in this one we're looking at, Cards, you know, that when we talked about the Eight of Cups, that figure was walking away from the cups. It wasn't looking back. You couldn't see the face. This guy, and one of the ways that I love to teach tarot, and we teach this in our holistic witchery class, this is one of the methods we teach, is looking at the imagery and seeing where the people are looking. And he's just looking right at you with a smile on his face. He's not even glancing back at those cups. He is confident that he... yeah, is and he's confident in who he is and what's happening. Right. He's not second guessing. He's not like, you know, oh, am I having fear or jealousy or guilt or right. does this person love me I'm or happy. whatever? Yeah, he's just like confident, happy, right. doesn't need to second guess, and just knows that he's fully supported. Right, and uh, nothing's going anywhere. Right. He looks um, like he could you could pull up like a table and sit across from him, and he would tell you jokes and make your day better. Yeah, for sure. And so we can look at, and looking at their cards, the fact that he is displaying so much confidence. Um, and realistically, when you really look at it, these cups, they are on like a high sort of thing. I don't even know what that would be. but and It's like an altar kind yeah, of Yeah, like, or... and there is a, a tablecloth under them. So really, I mean, that could slide out and pull them all down, but he's not worried about, he's it. Not worried about it. He's not tending to it. He's not faith. over, yeah, he's got, he's got total faith. that uh he's okay he's okay and what will happen will happen yeah and he is fulfilled stable and can put them right back Mm -hmm. again uh he's not stressed out one little bit and so we see this journey in the cups through this you know through emotions and making the decisions that are best for you right or knowing that you can have boundaries and leave things Mm -hmm. behind and on the other side you're still going to be okay yeah and that's exactly like when you make those hard choices though to leave things behind that aren't serving you that's when you can trust in yourself right. and you stop having those feelings of guilt and, right. you know, questioning and whatever because you've, you've positioned yourself to be exactly where you find the most fulfillment. Right. Which is hard to do, but very important. Indeed. So so that's it. The eights and the nines. Eights and the nines. Eights and the nines. Um, actually, before we go, let's play a little clip from one of our community members. Let's do Stephanie. it. Stephanie. All right. So listen in to Stephanie. She's been with us forever and we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Stephanie Asher, and I am a longtime community member at the Sisters Enchanted. My favorite tip and best lesson learned is to do what feels right. A famous quote from our head magic maker, Sarah. It has never steered me wrong. I always think it's really funny when people like reference me as boss witch. Yeah, or like a quote or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, hmm. <laughs> Fascinating. We should have like a poster of Sarah, the boss witch statements. 
and like have a list, a reference list of like what to say and when to say it. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephanie, for chiming in. Stephanie's been with us for years and years and years. She's in um, like all of our classes. Yeah. She's in everything, and she's always around providing words of support and wisdom. And uh, it's been really fun to watch her change and grow over the past few years because we've been experiencing that right along with her. So Agreed. Yeah, she's been a real joy to get to know. Um, anyway... Yeah, so just like she says, and just like that, we what did we do last? The eight of um, nine of cups. Yeah. Like you have that within you to make that happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do what works for you, and uh, forget the rest. And that's how you get to that. Do your best. <laughs> the nine the of cups. Anyway, okay, that's it. We'll see you for the tens next time. Woo! Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. This season, we've been chatting tarot, and we're so excited to keep continuing this conversation next week. If you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us a review or recommend this to your friends. And always follow us along on social media at The Sisters Enchanted or at thesistersenchanted.com, and we'll see you in the next episode.